When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. It is good! Lawrence Tynes has kicked the Giants to the Super Bowl after missing at the end of regulation and Tynes runs into the tunnel to our right and the New York Giants are going to Super Bowl 42 in overtime they beat the Packers 23-20. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Nothing's good about it, but sure, good morning. Everybody up? Everybody happy? I'm not. Us Giant fans are not. Jet fans might be. Both teams are terrible. Both teams are lousy. But hey, you got the win. And your season's alive. And you know, I talked a lot about it uh, with the Jets, about playing with prosperity. As we focus mainly on the Giants the first two hours of the show because their season is now dead. As we head into Halloween, at 2-6, and six, they are dead. Their season is over. Their offense sucks. I don't trust the coach. I don't trust the GM. I don't trust the quarterback, even when he's healthy. I don't trust now Waller's out. I don't trust anything. To me, it's time to start the sale. Saquon Barkley needs to go. Everyone who can be moved should be moved. But for the Jets, I talked about coming out of the bye, dealing with prosperity, and the effort they gave you offensively. And the game plan, we just had a caller talking about it, the game plan they gave you, everything. That effort coming out of the bye to not be able to more to need a miracle pretty much and to need the Giants shooting themselves in their own foot to somehow beat that team where they put in a quarterback in the second half where they did not throw the football. For this offense to only have... Seven points until the Giants decided to give them three to tie the game is embarrassing. Let's just be fair about it. Both teams were hideous in this game. The Jets were just as bad as the Giants, if not worse. They really were, and they had no excuse. They had no uh, you know, Tommy DeVito coming into play. This is their guy. This is their second overall pick. We know what he is, and we know what he's not. We've had the discussion about uh, Zach Wilson. He's He was awful in this game. He was awful. The offense was awful. The defense was great, but it's hard to make a, a judgment on it when all they had to do was stop the run. You knew they weren't passing the football. The Giants were not passing the football in the second half once the game was tied. But yet even that defense that came up big and had a good performance still made stupid plays that allowed the Giants to even take the lead in the first place. Personal fouls, neutral zone infractions on punts, just everything. Just a sloppy, ugly, disgusting performance from both teams, including the Jets, even though they walk away with a win, and now they're 4-3. and three. Looking at the Chargers next week on Monday Night Football. Chargers coming off a primetime game last night, beating the Bears. But they have a quarterback who can throw the football. They have a, an offense that can at least put up some points. And this Jet team is going to have to, sure, it's nice to talk about it. Hey, back in the AFC... Playoff picture. Sure they are. They're four and three. They are. And this defense is as good as any defense in the NFL. They're as good as any defense in the NFL. The 49er defense has taken a hit over the last few weeks, and their quarterback certainly has. The Kansas City Chiefs were kind of playing like they were one of the best defenses in the league. Didn't play particularly well. Not terrible, but not particularly well. 
The offense was really the problem in a loss, stunning loss to Denver. Cleveland's defense has kind of come back to earth, although Miles Garrett is on another level. But, I mean, that Jet defense, while it's not the, you know, 85 Bears, which I don't think is possible anymore, it's a defense that thrives off turnovers. It's a defense that has been dominant. And it's a defense that absolutely is good enough to go out there and play playoff football. But your offense, and particularly your quarterback, is not. Brees Hall is talented as they come. Home run hitter. Had the home run in today's game on a short little dump-off pass. Makes everybody miss. Takes it to the house. But that was the extent of the Jet offense on a rainy day in East Rutherford yesterday against the lousy Giants. That defense got after it. The quarterback holds the ball too long. And Kayvon Thibodeau stepped up and got after it. But ultimately, the Jets figured out a way to win a game. Now, I'm I'm curious to see how this the end of the game is really going to start playing. Someone just tweeted me about it again, about the um, the Jets spotting their own football. I'm, this is going to make the rounds. I'm curious what the NFL is going to say about it. At the end of the game, obviously, if you haven't seen, um, amid of a bunch of giant disasters, like just a bunch of giant disasters, from the missed field goal, obviously, to the Kayvon Thibodeau offsides, everything. But on the, the the play, the snap, where they spike it right before setting up for the field goal, they throw the, the ball down the middle. They run to the line with eight seconds left, six seconds left. They're running to the line, getting it off. You're not sure they're going to be able to get it off. They The center sets his own ball and spots his own ball. He picks it up. He puts it down. The official comes by and just touches it. And apparently that makes it legal. They snap it, spike it, kick the field goal, go to overtime, win the game. But what we've been told to understand is that the uh, the officials spot the ball, that the official has to handle the ball, and the official spots the ball. So to me, we're going to find out and see what the NFL has to say about it. And yeah, maybe if you want to look at that and say the Giants should have won the football game, fine. And I'd be having a different story, fine. Right? We'd all be feeling different at Giant fans if that clock ran out and they won the game 10-7. We'd all be feeling a lot different. But the fact of the matter is, whether that's true or not, whether they got screwed at the end of the game, they gave that game away. They had every opportunity to win that game, and they were awful down the stretch. And now, as you put a bow on this season, which is absolutely what's happened here, it's time to look at this thing and try and ask yourself, is last year a mirage? And if so, which it feels like now, like what do we know about this team? Like think of all the different things that suddenly today, as you wake up on this Monday morning, knowing your giant season is over, think of all the ramifications of a dead season in the end of October and what that means for a quarterback you just gave $40 million a year to, to a running back on the franchise tag, to a head coach who was the coach of the year last year and now is absolutely freaking faded into you know half the fan base thinking he's coaching scared. To a GM that allows a backup quarterback in a game against the Jets to be someone you don't trust to throw the football. I mean, every aspect of this giant team has just been, it's been the worst second year of all the second years. And they've been terrible. I mean, this is a typical thing with the New York Giants, the second year of these head coaches. 
Ben McAdoo's first year, they make the playoffs. They lose that game, the boat trip, lose that game in, in, in Green Bay, the whole nine. They come back the next year. They're awful. He benches Eli for Geno Smith. He's gone. Pat Shermer comes in here. Both years were equally bad. They're kind of forgettable. No one remembers them, blah, blah, blah. And then Joe Judge comes in, wins the press conference like no one's ever won a press conference before. Year one is, for some reason, okay because they're still playing meaningful games in December because the division was won with six wins. And then the next year was an out-and-out disgrace where they're running quarterback sneaks up against their own end zone. He gets fired. And this one hurts most of all. Because we thought we had it answered. We thought we had it answered. Coach Dable was the coach of the year. Daniel Jones was winning road playoff games. Wink Martindale and, and Kafka were, wow, we're so happy they didn't get a head coaching job. Thank God these two gentlemen are back leading our respective units. Thank God. Kafka is calling the dumbest plays I've ever seen. We've talked about it all morning, the idea that the coach decided not to throw the football. It doesn't bother me. That strategy had the game won. But some of the decisions inside of that, running draws on third down when everyone knows you have to run, pitching the ball back six yards into the backfield to give it to Saquon when everybody knows they're coming after Saquon in overtime, running screens to Saquon Barkley over the middle of the field when you know he's the one guy you're trying to get the ball to. Who are you fooling? Some of the decisions inside the overall decision of not running the of not throwing the football were asinine. Asinine. And even the defense who played great makes the makes mistakes at the end of the game. Kayvon Thibodeau had a great game and is the story of the game. Uh, he 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 bookended that game. He starts with the sack fumble and he ends it with the sack. That should have been the Kayvon Thibodeau story. Should have been the Kayvon Thibodeau game after the news obviously made this week here on the station with Banks and the midday show. All the news surrounding that, that should have been the story. Three sacks, dominant performance, wins the game for the Giants. Instead, we're talking about a dead season because of stupidity. 877-337-6666. Rob in Brooklyn. What's up, Rob? Hey, good morning, brother. Good morning. Um. The NFL is going to have to really address that situation at the end of the game because that sets a bad precedent. Yeah, I mean, listen, they're, they're definitely going to have to because this situation yeah. arises very they frequently. They have to make a strong statement and be very clear because the referee came, he touched it, so he didn't place the ball, and that's what no. we all know the rules are. So Yeah. No, listen, it's, it's, it's rough. And you know what? It's weird because, you know, I guess I should feel more – if that's the rule, and we'll see what the NFL says exactly, mm-hmm. how they put this out. As a Giant fan, I probably should feel more screwed than I do. Uh, I'm a Giant fan. It doesn't bother I, me at all. It, well, I mean, well, it doesn't bother me. It bothers me some. I would have liked to have won that game, but I feel like the Giants lost it before that even happened. But the, 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 when their quarterback went out, I knew it was a wrap. But that's I, that's how well, I no. Thought. But I mean, that's that's easy to say. They had the game won. He if you know it's a field goal, they win the game. Yeah, but it's just it's how this season's going. I mean, that's just how I feel. But right. this this, this is what I was going. I wanted to talk about the Jets real quick. If I'm a Jets fan, I wouldn't be jumping up and down because they won that game. Because the Jets have issues, and they don't need to win; they need to lose. Because they don't have their quarterback no. of the future. Yes, on the they, roster. Yeah, of course they do. What are you talking about? They Who? do. Who? 
Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers will be 40 next year. He's not the quarterback of the future. He's the quarterback of the next two years. We'll worry about two years. Three. He's yeah. just coming up with major injury. I'm, if I'm a fan, I'm not counting on him for the next two years after coming up this this bad injury. Yeah, but he's 40 years. He'll be 40 years old next year. He's not the quarterback of the future. Yeah, but he's the quarterback of next season, maybe. But yeah, he's the quarterback of the next two years. Let's see how that works. He's 40 years old, bro. Yeah, I, I, not, I understand I that, but well, I'm, I don't I'm, not, I'm not looking to give up on this season where I'm 3-3 three and three and now 4-3 and three so I can draft the quarterback that'll play in three years from now. Why would I, I rather mean, lose? Start, I mean, your, your argument about year. Aaron Rodgers in they the future is fair. Wilson the same year. I mean... Yeah, but I mean, my point what, is, is your your argument about the future of the Jets is, I suppose, a fair one. But why would I ra- why would I want to answer that question as opposed to make the playoffs with this team? To do what? They're not going to go nowhere. Who and, knows? Well, I, I, I want to win. Is that, Wilson, they, look, they have a defense that could make and make noise. Well, who knows? And then, they, well, they're what not going to do it with, with, with Zach Wilson. Well, but what if Aaron Rodgers is healthy? If he's healthy, he can bring him back. Well, what if he can come back this year? Well, what if he gets to the playoffs back, and, and, and he, he was at the game? He was at the game dropping back and throwing passes. Yeah, I have to see, live it. If I'm a Jet fan. I, I mean, we don't know if he's going to come back for the injury this It year. doesn't matter. It doesn't it does matter. matter. I don't know. You just said I don't know. I'm holding on to that with every freaking fiber of my being. I'm not losing on purpose so I can draft a quarterback that I don't know will be any purpose. good. Nobody, I'm not justifying lose on purpose. I mean, you can't do that in the NFL. Well, no, but, but and as a Giant fan, as a Jet fan, you, you think you should be hoping for losses? Yes. If no, I'm a Jets nuts. fan, which I'm not, nuts. I would be hoping for losses. They're four and I three. Me, I don't think we have our quarterback of the future. I'm talking about the they future you, on the roster. You don't have to get the. You can get the quarterback of the future in a year, two years. You don't have to get the quarterback of the future this year at the expense of this season. I completely disagree they, with you. Point, where are they going this season? I mean, they they they, they could they, make the they, playoffs. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles two weeks ago. Oh wow! They beat the Eagles. Oh wow! Like okay, okay. all right. Oh wow! All right. So if I told you they beat the best team in the NFL last year, last week, and I get oh wow, well then I guess sure, yeah. Oh wow. They were awful today or yesterday. Excuse me. Yeah. Totally agree. And do I think Zach Wilson's a good enough quarterback to win a playoff game? No. But I'm not punting on the season. Anything's plausible. I don't know. To draft a quarterback for the future. I got into a, a call the other day. It was was on me about this. Who's going to be the quarterback in three years? I don't give a damn. Why would that be my concern now? They went out and traded for Aaron Rodgers. That's a three-year window of trying to win a championship. I'm not punting on one because I don't have the answer to the fourth year. That's nonsense. That's absolute nonsense. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles two weeks ago. Was it a bad job? Was it a terrible performance from the Eagles? Yes. Did I Would I expect that again? No. If they played tomorrow, who wins the Eagles? But, I mean, they're 4-3. and three. They're right in the middle of this thing. And maybe it's probably pipe dream. It's probably unrealistic. But maybe Rodgers is healthy. Just maybe. Why would I not strive and hold on to that dream as opposed to drafting a quarterback that I have? They draft. Zach Wilson was the future quarterback of the franchise. How'd that work out? There's times to do it and times not. And if the Giants now find themselves drafting right now, they would be the fourth overall pick. If the Giants are the fourth overall overall pick this year, you bet your ass they should draft a quarterback. I totally agree with you. You bet your ass you draft a quarterback. You forget Daniel Jones. You play this quarterback one year on, behind him as the backup, and then you figure out a way out of Daniel Jones' contract, and you play this quarterback. I am 100% with you. The Jets are 4-3. and three. They just beat Philadelphia. They've beaten the Bills. I'm supposed to tuck my tail between my legs and say, let's just lose because Zach Wilson's not very good? No. No. Absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. The Giants, the Jets' season's very much alive. They've won three games in a row. They beat the Bills. They beat the Broncos, which now seems a little bit better after they beat the Chiefs, but still the Broncos aren't a very good team. Then they beat the Eagles, and they just had a a miserable game where they uh, figured out a way to squeak by the Giants. They're 4-3. and not punting on the season because I don't know who the quarterback is in three years. Aaron Rodgers is going to be here next year. I agree I agree that there's on some level you can't count on that on some level, but it's not worth punting on this year to get a quarterback that you don't even know if will be good. Stop. Stop. I know he said he was, he was a giant What if you can get a quarterback like Jordan Love? How's yeah, that I working mean, out yeah, for the Packers? Exactly. Replace him with Jordan Love. Working out great. Jordan Love looks fantastic. Unbelievable. I, mean, I just I can't understand that thought process. There's a time for it. You know, at the, when when Trevor Lawrence is there and your season's going nowhere and you and you haven't won a game yet, that's the time when you say you're in, it's in your best interest to lose. That's when you say that. Cuz they could have Trevor Lawrence right now when they've won 5 games in a row and are the hottest team in the NFL. That's when you say that. 4 and 3 when you have wins against Buffalo and Philadelphia in your back pocket, that is not the time to say it's in our best interest to lose. That is not the time. Frank in East Islip. What's up, Frank? Hey, good morning, Chris. How are we doing today? Good morning. How are you? Good. Um, that last caller, why, as a Giant fan, are you worried about the future of the Jets? You should be worried about your own future. Yeah. Now, I'm a Jet fan, but... What, well, don't what, worry about what he's it, worried about, just his overall point. I, I yeah. disagree with very much so. Yeah. And to get to Zach Wilson, I agree with you. He was awful. He was terrible. But when he goes in a situation where he doesn't need to think, he just got to go out and do it. The guy threw two 25-yard-plus passes yesterday with 20 seconds left in the game, and he put him in field goal range. He just has no time to think. You that, and then you wonder, why can he not? put it together during the game. He's thinking too much. I don't know what it is. I don't know yeah. what's in his head. But I mean they it's not I, that that was the, yeah, I understand. You may that it's two throws, I I grant you. But I mean they did have a two minute drill to drive prior. He took a sack on first down, took a sack on fourth down. It's, I mean, you're talking about two plays with twenty four seconds left. I get it, but you know, the Giants defense, you know, probably played it differently than they shouldn't have or whatever. But I mean, they have the ball. With a two, with yeah. a with a with a chance to go and, w- and win or tie the game under yeah. two minutes, and on first down he runs into a ten yard sack, and then on fourth down inexplicably he just holds the ball and doesn't throw it. Like I mean, it's not like I, it's I, not like suddenly yeah. oh, all he has to do is not think. Like yeah. I mean, it's more than just that. It's more than just that. So what I mean, what does he do? How do you avoid thinking? I don't know how you avoid thinking. It's very tough as the quarterback. It's very tough. It He's just not good. Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. This is him. This is him. They got four turnovers against the Eagles. If they got four turnovers in this game, they would have won by 100. Like, that's, that's the thing. Their defense needs to come up with turnovers. And Brees Hall needs to hit one or two Home runs, and, and that's how you score. Set up for short fields. Brees Hall makes a couple of big plays. You play great defense, win the turnover battle. That's how you win games. And on any given Sunday, the Jets have proven that 
formula and that template is good enough to beat anybody. But when it doesn't work out, it's good enough to lose to anybody. And they should have lost this game to the Giants. They should have. They should have absolutely lost this game. The Giants gave this game away. It, I, it's, it was over. Thibodeau ended the game. He started the game with a sack. He ends the game with a sack. It was poetry. It was perfect. And then Gano can't hit a 35-yard field goal, which is a with, uh, an extra point is 33 yards. It's an extra point. It's an extra point. Could have went for it on fourth down. I get it. And I, I think the idea of, of Dable coaching scared is being overblown in this game. I have seen it. I agree. Over the course of this year, I have seen it. I have seen it in a bunch of different a bunch of different times. When they're losing, when they're losing, when they're losing and he still won't go for it. Like or or the game is tied or this this game was clearly a defensive struggle. It's raining. Like he decided not to throw the football because he didn't want to give up a turnover and he had the game one doing it. And then at two different times in this game, one earlier on in the game, he didn't want to pass up on points. And you know what? I don't disagree with him. Because, yeah, okay, it's one yard, you go for it on four. Then you get what? You get the first down, what, at the 30 and do what with it? What do you do with it? You're taking it 30 yards into the end zone? No, you're not. You know you're not. We know you're not. I know that you know that we know that. I know you're not getting in the end zone. They don't get in the end zone. I'm not risking coming up with nothing to set myself up with an easier field goal. It's not worth it. I'm taking three points if I have it. And especially in a game like this, with the way it was being played, I'm not turning away points. I'm not. That's how I felt in the moment for that early field goal. And then late, to me, I play it where both, if I get the first down, the game is over, and we know that it's officially over. They take a knee, it's over. But I also, if they hit that field goal, the game is over. They're going to have 24 seconds to go the length of the field and score a touchdown. With no timeouts, Jets aren't doing that. Both plays win me the game. And for me, an extra point is a better percentage play than this lousy offense getting one yard. And if you want to say that speaks volumes, it certainly does. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Nix makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary! And the final play of the half! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. So you got to give it to Sal and BT. Whatever you thought about that discussion with Carl and all that, they have excellent timing. And give it to Thibodeau. I mentioned this before. Give it to Thibodeau. Like, this was this was a big spot for him. I know, you know, it might be localized, that story. Clearly, I don't know if that was a national news story. Um, but he had to, he tweeted, he tweeted about it. I mean, it was out there. And for him to show up with that kind of, you know, him him being in the news a little bit and the talk about him and whether or not he's played up to a fifth overall pick and for all that and then to have him come out there and dominate this football game, I mean, he was, he was incredible. And it, it would have been perfect poetry to have it start with a sack fumble from him and end with that 
uh, sack at the end of the game on the fourth fourth down that led to the Giants having that drive where, for some reason, Barkley just went down instead of attempting to get the first down and fighting for the first down. I'll never understand that till the day I die. I, I don't know. I don't know how that happens. But you know, for Thibodeau, that was a it was amazing and for just amazing the timing and the idea. I mean, and obviously it was a big enough story. They they mentioned the broadcast. Right, right after that, uh, the sack that Thibodeau has to end the game, uh, the broadcast mentioned. Right, we have the sound, so let's let's play it. Um, Catalan uh, says this after Thibodeau gets the what we should have been the last sack of the game. Somewhere, Carl Banks is smiling with 126 to go. The Jets <laughs> have two timeouts. Somewhere, Carl Banks is smiling. Which, by the Who, way, who's laughing? Is that Tiki or Matt Ryan? Yeah, it's it's probably Tiki. It sounds like Tiki. It sounds like Tiki. And, Matt uh, Ryan probably doesn't understand it. No, Matt Ryan probably has no idea what he's talking. He, uh, Tiki referenced it earlier too about uh, a local uh, thing, but yeah, somewhere Carl Banks is smiling. Which, by the way, I think he's like two doors down. It's not like he's somewhere. He's right down the hall. He does the games for the Giants, but that was—I have to give—that was a big time performance. And you, you do like that. It's not the first him. time Catalan's referenced something local on the broadcast. No, Remember the, his Beningo reference a year or two ago with the Jets? It's one of the games that right. getting blown out by the Patriots. Might that's have been right. the 54-13 game. That's right. He said, oh, the pain. That's right. He said, oh, the pain, right. I do remember that now. And I'm not sure if it was Catalan, but a couple years ago, it was one of the first shows that Craig did. It was when, when Craig and Evan just started. And Craig went on this whole thing about how the Giants are going to save Thanksgiving. It was a game against Washington. And it was in that last, it was in that, uh, it was in the first Joe Judge year. Was it the first Joe Judge year? I think so, because it was that. It was the year they almost snuck into the playoffs because of the bad division. Right. I'm trying to think if that's the year that that he started. But I guess it was, yeah. So it was, they were still alive somehow by Thanksgiving. Right, it was the COVID year. It was 2020. Right, it was the COVID year of 2020. Right. He started November 2020. That makes sense. Yeah, so it's like. That season's, you know, the, it's on the brink, but the Giants are miraculously still alive because it's the worst division in football, the East. And they're playing Washington. It was just before Thanksgiving. And Craig did this whole thing about the Giants are going to save Thanksgiving. Like the whole week, well, that was the theme of the show. Giants are going to save Thanksgiving. But I, had to, I, I had to get old clips of the, um, the Peanuts Thanksgiving, the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. I had old clips from the movies. It was like the whole theme of the week was the Giants are going to save Thanksgiving. And then Daniel Jones, I think, ran it in for a touchdown to seal the game. And I think it might have been Catalan. But whoever the broadcaster was said, and the Giants saved Thanksgiving. And it was just like, that's what, maybe it's Catalan because if he's you know paying attention locally. but Feels like it could only be Catalan or Ian. They're yeah. the only two locked in. To right. No, it definitely wasn't Ian. It definitely wasn't Ian. He might have just been saying it. It had nothing to do with Craig saying it. But it, obviously, Craig decided to take it as if. He stole it from him, clearly. But, yeah, I'll never forget that. I was sitting at home. I was hysterical laughing. All week, it's Giants are going to save Thanksgiving. And then they, they ice the game. And it's like, and the Giants have saved Thanksgiving for New Yorkers. I'm like, oh, my God. Very funny. See, we make the world go around here at the station. Sometimes it doesn't feel that way at 4, 4.10 in the morning. But it does. We do. Alan and Dobbs Ferry. What's up, Alan? Hey, what's up, Chris? How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Tough, tough. Devin Jets fan. 
was so looking forward to that game yesterday, and it was just awful. Oh, awful we watch. all were. I mean, listen, I, I said that like in the open. We just got duped. We knew it was going to be a defensive struggle. And then later on in the week, we knew the weather wasn't going to be great. I still didn't see that disgusting display of football coming. I thought we might actually have a game we could actually enjoy watching. I didn't. Yeah, I thought the Giants won for a second. I was I was pretty pumped up and scared my kids because I was yelling yes when uh, typically yeah. got the sack. Uh, and then I really scared my kids when I cleared a, a path of their wrestling toys so I could pace back and forth after I knew they were going to lose when he missed the field goal. But. Um, yeah, besides the couple of exhilarating moments at the end, what a just disgusting display. And what made it worse yeah. is YouTube wasn't working, and I couldn't watch the rest of the NFL. I was forced to watch nothing but the Jets and Giants. Oh, I brutal. Couldn't, I couldn't even see Will Levis throw four touchdown passes. That was pretty impressive, by uh, the way, crazy. for a start. I know. Uh, I want to love this defense, and there's so much heavy yardage yesterday. Uh, that we gave up. Oh. I mean, it was a field position game. Yeah. And we're, we're pinning, how many times we asked our opponent to pin the guys down there on the five yard oh line? Oh, my God. What a great game by Morstead. Morstead. That gave up on third down. Yep. And then the offside. And it, it's just, and then there's Robert Solid just sitting there with his arms folded, making dumb faces all day. And nobody wants to discipline these guys. They get in their face. It's, and I'm tired of them patting them on the back and telling them how great they are. And even the announcers, they, they said, oh, yeah, it's kind of kind of a dumb play. But n- nobody really holds these guys accountable when they make yeah, dumb plays. I guess. It's such a I fickle can... thing. Because, you know, Tyrod yeah. – yeah, because, I don't know, Tyrod Taylor, you know, doesn't uh, get the playoff in the first half and suddenly we're all mad at Dable for getting in his face. Like, it's just it, – when it works, when it works, it works. When it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, that. I mean, it's just – I, 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 I don't – It I don't, seems like players – that guy, every time it's a big game, he, he has a dumb penalty. Like, every yeah. time. I don't know if these no. guys were against the Giants, the Big Bad, a Big Brother, they yeah. want to act tough or something. But there was something there with all these personal fouls yesterday. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, well, listen, the, there's two penalties on the first drive of the, the second half that leads to the touchdown that just absolutely killed them and prolonged that drive and allowed the touchdown to even happen. They have the neutral zone infraction on the punt. Yeah, a bunch of dumb penalties. A bunch of really dumb penalties. I, I tweeted out earlier in the day. I said the, the Giants' best offense is the Jets' penalties. They were terrible. They were, the Giants had no chance. The Giants had no chance. The Jets gave them life in that drive. No doubt about it. There was a couple of big Barkley runs, and then obviously the third the third down um, read option uh, run into the end zone from DeVito. But, I mean, Jets gave them that touchdown. Totally agree. Jets Jets are the better team. You watch the game. I mean, you even watching this game – the Jets are the better team. Their offense is just terrible, and they allowed that touchdown. And then the Giants' defense just shut down the game. Because the quarterback, I'm sorry. I, I know it's simplistic just to say the quarterback. We can get into the game planning. We can get into the draw. You know, there was really one or two drops, not many. Like, you can get into all the different angles. He's holding on the ball to, for forever. He looked like the same quarterback that was playing against New England. He looked at times like that New England quarterback. The Giants defense did a great job. I don't want to take it away from him. But you can't, when you're starting, when when you have first down in a drive that you have to get down the field and score if you want to win the game or tie the game, you can't run backwards and take a sack like that. You have to throw the football. The minute you're out of the pocket, you can't allow Thibodeau to chase you down. You have to get rid of the football. And then on a fourth down, you can't just eat it. You can't just not throw the football. You have to give your guys a chance to make a play. 
Like, it's, it's decisions like that that are mind-boggling. So what if you throw a pick? Like, what's the worst that could happen? The sack is the worst thing that could happen. Take a chance. Maybe get a penalty. Like, he's just, he's hard to watch. He's hard to watch. And I gotten too, I'll be honest with you guys. I've gotten too many calls today about the two throws he makes at the end of the game. I'm sorry. And how, oh, maybe we could figure that out if they can, you know, maybe they could do a little up-tempo. Please. Please. I, I lo- I'm not saying coaches are above reproach or that coaches don't make mistakes or coaches are idiots. That's fine. I understand. That all, all the time we see coaches make boneheaded plays. And we see bad coaching throughout the league in all sports. Except with the Yankees. Aaron Boone's the best. I had to just throw it out there. I'm just kidding. Um, but... Having said that, I don't think Hackett's an idiot. Right? And I, I don't even think LaFleur was an idiot. This is his third year, and he makes mistakes third-year quarterbacks shouldn't make. And he looks like a quarterback just getting his footing in the NFL in year three. And they see what he's capable of, and they, you know, I, I just refuse to believe that there's some secret offense that, you know, Joe from Staten Island would be able to implement and know watching the game that LaFleur and now Hackett have been unable to do in Zach, in Zach Wilson's tenure. Because we've seen it. Mike White steps in in LaFleur's offense, does a hell of a lot of a better job. And I wish they gave an opportunity to another quarterback in Hackett's offense. Mike in Vermont. What's up, Mike? Hi. How you doing, buddy? Oh, there he is, Mike. How are we? Good. I mean, my brother was watching the game. Sure I, you I were. think the Giants should have won that ball with one minute left. And then they could have got the first down because it was windy. They shouldn't get that big old. Did she want to the first down? Yeah. And cousin John called last week. Like I heard you was talking to my cousin John from New York. Oh and yeah, he, I was. He went yeah. to that game. It was raining. He said. Yeah, it was so, raining. We we all saw uh, it on TV. I think the Giants go win all the games. You think the Giants are going to win the rest of their games? Yeah, because the other teams think the Eagles is not playing right either. The Eagles. Yeah. No, I know those. Those, you know, one-loss Eagles defending NFC Championship Eagles who came from behind 10 points and are now, you know, I think they have a they have a winning record in games that they've fallen behind 10 points in the last three years. It's crazy. Um, yeah, no, they're not going to win. I hate to, I wish I could indulge in Mike. I wish I were in the mood. Me and you could have a nice long chat, have a little fun, go back and forth. I could ask you about your brother, how you doing. We could have a little fun. I'm not in the mood. Not in the mood today because the Giants aren't going to win the rest of their games. It's more likely the Giants don't lose uh, lose every one of their games than that they win every one of their games. They are awful. Their defense is okay, pretty good, excellent when they play Zach Wilson. But o- overall, you know, stepping up in the right direction. The last three weeks have been very good defensively. Wink Martindale's got this team going. Namely, the linebacking core has been much better. Bobby Okereke has been much better. And let's be fair, Banks and the young defensive backfield has been better. And Banks had a couple of really nice plays to knock the ball out of uh, Wilson's hands on a couple of occasions. I like their defense. Their offense stinks. 
Even with Daniel Jones, it stinks. But it doesn't matter because, honestly, we're going to get into this as we go through the week. It's time to break it down. I don't, I don't understand not trading Saquon Barkley. I don't understand it. Someone has to explain it to me. I don't understand it. What? That he's the only marketable player left? He's the only reason why anyone would turn on the TV? Are we trying to win? Because people will turn on the TV. If you're trying to win and you're trying to build a team here, it makes no sense not to get draft capital for him. If you're a team like me and Fliegelman were talking about it, if you're a team like the Baltimore Ravens, you wouldn't give up a second-round pick to bring Saquon Barkley to your team? Do you know? You don't think that immediately makes them a legitimate, like a, a serious Super Bowl favorite out of the AFC? Or helps them get into that? I mean, now that you watch the... The uh, Patrick Mahomes led uh, Kansas City Chiefs. He was under the uh, under the weather a little bit. Lose the game to the Broncos. I believe their first road divisional loss under Mahomes. I mean, they haven't been right all year, despite winning most of their games. Like right now, Lamar Jackson's playing excellent football, and they're as dangerous as anyone. And their defense is legit. If they could add Saquon Barkley to that offense, that's not worth a second round pick to them. You think you should snub your nose at the idea of calling them or seeing what they're willing to give you for Saquon Barkley? Why? Why? It makes absolutely no sense to me that this is a, that it sounds like it's a non-starter for the Giants. We're going to see what happens. Trade deadline is on Tuesday. If Saquon Barkley is still on this team come Wednesday, then I will just tell myself that nobody offered better than a third-round pick because if someone offers a third-round pick... I'm trading him, and I think you could get a second-round pick. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm moving everybody. This team is done. The season's done. The roster stinks. It's year two of a rebuild, and it feels much, much worse than last year. It's time to go. And Saquon Barkley, it's just, what are you keeping him for? You made the decision. The Giants made the decision. Yes, they offered him a contract in the middle of last year, he turned it down. Yes, they offered him a contract at the start of the offseason. He turned it down. They offered a contract to Daniel Jones. He turned it down. They replied with, okay, what do you want? That's not what they said to Saquon Barkley. They said, okay, enjoy the franchise tag. They made that decision. They did not give him a, a, a full-time, a, a long-term contract. He is no longer, you're not going to give him one now, a year removed, and another four weeks missed because of a high ankle sprain. He's not getting a full, he's not getting a long-term contract with the New York Giants. He's not. And if you think this team is like a healthy Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley away from being a real contender in this league, you're nuts. It's time to move on. And bring back what you can get. And this is not about Saquon Barkley. In fact, it's a positive because he's the only it's a compliment to him because he's the only damn thing on this team that's worth anything. He's the only place you can get some value. He's a great player. He's a great player. And ultimately, his giant tenure, if traded in the next two days, or if not brought back at the end of this year, will be ultimately a disappointment because he didn't do any winning. And it's not his fault. I'm not putting it on him. But when you're the when you're a running back drafted second overall, or really I shouldn't even preface it with running back. If you're drafted second overall, 
You're expected to be a game changer in your franchise, and you're supposed to win. And quite honestly, all they've done is lose. They had one good year. One. Every other year of Saquon Barkley's career, the Giants have been dead in October and and November. Every other year of his career. And that's not on him, but it's where the Giants are. It's why you don't draft running back second overall, because even when they're good, they don't impact you to change you from being a loser to a winner. They don't. What they do is they add to the Baltimore Ravens and make them special from being good. Baltimore Ravens are good. Maybe they'd be special with Saquon Barkley. The Giants are terrible. They're slightly less terrible with Saquon Barkley. Why? 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 We'll have this discussion all week because I'm telling you right now, I don't understand not trading them. I, I just I don't understand it. To be the face of your franchise that you franchise tagged? To stick around and try and sell some tickets? To be the leader of this team and make sure it doesn't completely fall apart? Who cares? Let it fall apart at this point. I was just having an argument with the last caller about the Jets should lose. There's no doubt in my mind. I don't want them to go out there and, and lose because I, I I don't have it in me as a fan. But if you're asking me what's the best-case scenario for this team, it's to lose every game and get the best pick so they can get the quarterback they want. That's where we're at. Welcome back. I know it was a brief tour. It was a brief tour away from the disaster that is the, the football giants. It was just a quick little a three-hour tour. And now you're back. Welcome home. It's the, it's, it's the land where we drafted the top of the draft and nothing ever works and can't figure out an offensive line and our seasons are dead in October and we don't know if we have a coach or a GM. Welcome home. Take your shoes off. Stay for a while. What a freaking joke. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. I look forward as... Uh... As Bill Belichick said in, in his uh, address to the media, to a very, very long-term commitment on my part, and Bill and I will work in concert, and um, we look forward to trying to put a program in place that uh, that can be successful. I think everyone that knows me knows that I've, uh, that's my home, that's where my family is, that's where my... Uh, my life has unfolded, and I'm very, very happy to be back and, and part of the organization with the Jets. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, let's go. Only a few minutes left before the warm-up show comes your way. And then you get the whole day started of Reaction Monday. Plenty of reactions, starting with Boomer and Geo at 6 a.m. So let's get to uh, George and Babylon real quick. What's up, George? Hey, T-Mac. How are you, buddy? What's up, buddy? Hey, How are I'm you? I'm going to be quick. Yeah. Robert Sala is a horrible, horrible coach. Three instances. The penalties the Jets took. Horrible. The um, Lazard not going down almost cost them that game-tying field goal. And then, did you see the overtime field goal? He called timeout, had his offense on the field, and then with 17 seconds ran his kicking team out there. He did not even know what he wanted to do. And Brian Gable yeah. bailed him out by calling timeout with four seconds. They were still scrambling to kick the field goal. Did you notice that? Yeah, that, right, yeah. Which um... the, the winning field goal, 
He called timeout on right. first down. Right, 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 He had right, his right, offense right, yeah. on the field. Yes. And with 17 seconds on the play clock, he decided to run his kicking team out there. Right. With four seconds on the play clock, they were right. still scrambling to line up, and Dabo called the timeout to ice them. Yeah. yeah he, but that, He bailed uh, but, them yeah. out because they couldn't call another timeout. Yeah, so they would have lost five yards. It was first down. Right, a horrible, horrible coach has no yeah, idea I mean, what he's I, doing. I, I get he, that's that's fair. I mean, bailed him out's a bit strong because he's going to make the kick at forty yards too. But I I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, Brett in Long Island, what's up, Brett? I'm actually nauseous today. I'm miserable. Yeah, it's, feel it's, good. it's pretty. I figured, Brett. I was wondering <clears throat> where you're going to go. Are you going to tell me, hey, they got the Raiders next week? You could figure out that game somehow. Um, you know that that gets them to three and six. It's still plausible, or are you just it's it's over. Are you with the rest of us? Where are you? Well, the first thing I just want to address what you said about you know getting rid of Barkley. Yeah. First thing you better do is you better realize that if Jones doesn't come back this week, if if uh, Tyrod's ribs are bad, he's not playing. Devito mm-hmm. can't play; like he can't throw. You know, Saquon's well, we going to be a quarterback this no, week. No, I see. I, I disagree. I think. I think. You, you, anyway, you you need to get. You're going to need to worry about the rest of the season. I mean, you need a quarterback right now. You need somebody that can throw the ball. Right? They don't. They, they're well, in trouble right again, now. Like, well, for me, this season. well, I don't know if you heard me this morning. I don't necessarily think Devito can't throw the football. I think he came into a situation. I'm not saying he's good at it or that that'll be the game plan to just air it out necessarily. He looks against like the a third string quarterback. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but my point is, is that. Chris, my point is, is he came into a situation in that game against the Jets defense that lives off turnovers, and then once they got the lead early on when he first came in, they did throw the football. He almost threw a pick. He had a, a ball deflected up in the yeah. air at the line. Like, and, and, the last and then, and then once they got the lead, once they got the lead, he just said, I'm not, I'm not putting it in this kid's hands to make a mistake. I think that's different than if he got a full week of practice, able right. to game plan for him, head into the Raiders. I'm not saying the game right. plan would he, be he, to air he, it out, he, but he he'll throw the football. He took just- I'm sorry. He's just not the Correct. answer. That's the point. Oh, you know that. Cool. Anyway, well, here's the last week. thing before yeah, I hang up, though. If you give me they're a chance, saying Daniel the Jones thing, right? is going to be ready for the Cowboy game. But, yeah, go ahead. All right. So here's the, and then, yeah, and he might be a hit away from not playing. So. Very but true. my point is um, you have a product, though, that you you have an obligation. You're not going to agree. I get it. But you do have an obligation to put a product out that's going to get people to go out and watch you and spend, you know, eight hours by the time you get there and, you know, there, back. Uh, and you know, you, do you feel like that's you what you got? Do you, do you feel like piece, that's what you, you got? You want to start the only pieces with nine games left. Who's going to watch it? Honestly, the, the stadium. You think Saquon Barkley is the difference in that? Giant stadium's going to be filled with the opposite fans uh, by two weeks from now. You think you that's? Rid of you think you think Saquon Barkley is the difference in that? You think people will gladly yeah, hand over their money and go pay to watch? Yeah, to watch? No, I'm sorry, he's not. He's not enough. I want to win. I want to win. I want to have a team that can win. I want to do what's best for this franchise moving forward, not the next three weeks. All right, you might be right, and maybe there are higher-ups, you know, namely John Mara, who think that way. I don't have to, and I'm not going to. I want to trade him and get, and get value back so I can actually put a product next year that I want to go see. Because I don't know about you. I know Saquon Barkley played in this game. I wouldn't have felt too good if I spent $100 on a ticket and sat in the rain all freaking day to watch that. I don't think Saquon Barkley makes a difference. Sorry. I want to have a team, not a running back. And if he can help me build a team next year, I'll take it. I guess that's how it will end it. Everybody have a great Monday. The warm-up show's next. I'll see you later. Sports Radio 101.